Powell Life, Episode 2, for September 8th, 2015. Welcome back to Powwow Life. This is your show to hear the stories and the interviews from people behind the powwows. This week's episode, we got a great interview with J.R. Lone Lodge. If you need any questions answered about any kind of regalia, beadwork, ribbon work, he's the man. Make sure you check out his show. Um, he's got a great web series that he does showing you how to make all those uh, different types of regalia. In our interview today, he's got some great tips and tricks for you, so be sure to listen to the whole thing. Hope you're enjoying our intro music today. That's some bird singing coming to you from the Morongo Powwow. Make sure you tune in September 25th through the 27th for our live webcast of the Morongo Powwow. You can see bird singing and all the powwow styles live on powwows.com. Thanks again for tuning in to Powwow Life. Hope you enjoy this week's episode. Sit back and enjoy our interview with JR. Well, on the show this week, we have uh, um, somebody who most of you probably know from some of the posts on powwows.com if you've looked at our craft tutorials at all. He hosts a show on the internet helping you make all your regalia. Um, we appreciate you being on the show this week, JR. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, you know, powwows.com is like a, is a tool that I've utilized like so many times trying to find those like hard-to-find powwows across the nation. And once again, you know, thanks for coming on the show and thanks for promoting the show. And all the viewers out there, thanks for watching. Yeah, hey, hey, we appreciate it. Always glad to hear people are using our, our calendar. Um, well, it, first of all, um, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're from, you know, how, how long you've been dancing and been in the powwow life, and uh, um, where you're from. Well, you know, I'm born and raised here in Oklahoma. Uh, you know, I spent my entire life going, growing up around the powwow scene here in Oklahoma, like all the little tiny powwows. And gradually, you know, I started going around the other ones. Kind of a, kind of a crazy story how I started dancing. Uh, I started dancing when I was two, uh, you know, when I started walking and stuff. And, uh, you know, my, my grandparents and my grandmother, uh, they used to have a stand, you know, like uh, to sell uh, jewelry and stuff. And we were in Scottsdale, Arizona, and uh, they saw them in Fancy. And one day, you know, they were looking around, and they couldn't find me. And then they looked out in the arena, and I was out there with my baby diaper. my, uh, <laughs> my uh, And I was actually dancing with the men. And from there on out, you know, so they started making my outfits for Men's Fancy. But... That's, That's kind of how it started, and you know, growing up through the years, and I just tried to start making my own stuff. Very cool. That's a great story. Um, it, you know, it, that happens every once in a while. You see that kid just it, just feeling it, and he gets out there. So that's cool. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> um, well, tell me a little bit about your show. You know, how'd you get started doing doing the show on the internet there about uh, making things? Well, you know that, that the show itself is. Uh, it kind of kind of blew up uh, a little bit. Like we we didn't expect it like that. Uh, I guess the, the the response that we got because uh, when I first got um got a hold of the show, uh, you know I'm just a regular person. You know it's just I I work for my tribe. I work as an IT tech, and uh, my show uh, my tribe uh, just so happens has a television show. And then one day you know they call me in the office and they're like, hey you know we've got this great idea. We want to kind of run it past you. 
uh, you know, we know that you've danced a lot, you know, and traveled a lot of places and stuff. And we want to see, you know, if you want to do a make two uh, how to videos for our tribe. Um, you know, we they have a small antenna and it kind of goes around the local like uh, the local um, town here. And I was like, yeah, sure, you know, I could do that because you know I always want to give back to my tribe. And I didn't know how far it was going to go. And you know, it's just kind of got together. First show was like really rough. Second show was really rough because you know I've never had any training at this. I just kind of jumped into it and just went with it. Um, but you know, it was just um, there. Then they had the problem that a lot of people here liked it here in town. And so then they decided to put it on Vimeo and YouTube. And once it went there, it just kind of exploded from there. I'm not really used to the response. I'm just kind of just dealing with it. But, you know, I'm glad a lot of people are watching it, you know, and I'm helping a lot of people out in some way. So, But that's what it shows that right now. Yeah, it's, it's really popular on Powell's.com when we post them. And uh, we get tons of response and, and questions and emails about it. So um, it's definitely getting around. Um, and you're in your second season, right? I am, and I am, um, and now, you know, I got to the point where, you know, even though I don't know what I'm doing, but I act like I know what I'm doing, like, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of know where I want the show to go, is like, what I want to do now, is I got this focus, and I got a pretty good good idea, is I want to do a show where now it's like the best of the best Powell people, you know, coming in the show, you know, kind of doing their, their uh, showcasing their talents, not just me, but showcasing their talents. And what I want to do now is bring to the world, you know, a late night Native American show. And that's what I want uh, Making Regalia to be. So hopefully out there, you know, people hear this, you know, I'm looking for like, you know, the best Powell dancers in the world, or, you know, or just anybody you know, in general or even tribes, you know, like to showcase their like uh, tribal, you know, like uh, attire and stuff and come up there and just kind of showcase how it's made and stuff. That's kind of one of the things I'm looking to do this year. That, that's a great idea. I, I love that. Uh, looking forward to seeing those. Um, all right. So. In the first season, what tell me some of the things you covered and some were, were some of the more popular things. Oh man, you know, like I said, that first year is uh for me it's really rough because you know it's just I'm not used to being in camera and you know going through it. I think uh, I had some people write in that you know you don't you don't know the quirks that you do when you're working on outfits when you're home alone. You know, <laughs> I had some people working on like writing in is like, hey, do you know you stick your tongue out when you sew? And it's like. <laughs> I never knew that about it. It was like, man, I'm, you know, sometimes about like three, uh, three in the morning, I don't know these things. And exactly. There, I guess I do it even when I sew like on camera. But, you know, the first show, uh, season, we covered a lot of things. You know, I, I showed how to how to bead, how to do uh, kind of flat stitch, real easy style of beading. Um, and then we did uh, some real easy, let's see, I uh, did a set of aprons for like uh, a fence dance set for mm-hmm. like a little boy. Um, did a jingle dress uh, outfit for my daughter. Um, I showed how to tie the knots and how to put it all together. And then one of the really good shows that we had, um, my grandmother came on, and uh, she, she's she been beating for years. And she came on there, and she actually did uh, the flat, um, the lazy stitch on uh, on buckskin and showed how the old-style um, beadwork is done and stuff. Very cool. All right. Um, well, you're talking about you want to bring in some other folks, but what can we expect from you? Any tutorials this year? Oh yeah, yeah. We got a lot of, you know. I got some. I talked to a couple of good friends that, you know, they want to come up there, and uh, you know, hopefully, I can get them on there. Uh, you know, of course, one of our more popular shows is uh, one of my adopted brother, Red Sky Wapapaw. Uh, you know, from the yes. uh, Kipu tribe. Mm-hmm. He's that guy's that guy's crazy. And you know, I like having him on the show because he he's like me. I'm not I'm not serious. I'm really goofy. 
and me and him play off each other. And it's always a really popular show. And uh, he's going to be coming back. And then, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm just looking for more talent, you know, more of the power people and, you know, people that, you know, they can, they can uh, relate to, you know, like the ones that they, they notice, you know, the good, like the really good dancers is coming on there and just, you know, come doing the show. Awesome. Um, well, one of the questions we get a lot from your videos and, and from some of the other things we post, it, you know, people that are trying to get started, whether it's beadwork or ribbon work or, or whatever, you know, taking that first step, it can seem a little bit overwhelming um, when they see, you know, the outfits you make or, you know, they go to a powwow and see these guys with, you know, big beadwork sets um, to put that first bead in. Sometimes they're, they're a little little scared there. They don't know if they can do yeah. it. So what advice do you have for the, some of these folks that are just starting out and, and trying to, to learn some of these crafts? You know, I, I, I get that a lot. You know, people write in, they, they do the same thing. You know, they, they, I get that question a lot. And, you know, I, I might look like I know what I'm doing and whatnot on the show, but the, the crazy part is that, you know, I've done these before and so many times and, you know, I've made this and this, you know, growing up. And I kind of step back and like kind of relate to that is that I started doing this like a while back when I was actually, um, I was going to school. I was actually um, going to college. And at the time, you know, it was hard for me to juggle a job back and forth. And, you know, Powell's always been there for me. He's always provided for me through my life. And so when I was going to school, I kind of stepped back and I started taking orders. You know, I was doing this and this and, you know, and, uh, you know, I started, that's how I started picking up the different styles as far as doing women's jingle, women's fancy shawl, and just learn, you know, like how to put them together. And, you know, what I like to tell people is out there is like, you know, I, I don't believe I'm like the best sewer out there. Uh, I just kind of learned some tricks of the trade, you know, that I picked up and, you know, uh, that's what I kind of want to showcase and just don't be scared with it. You know, like the first part of it is you don't really want to go, if you're going to start it, like making a dress, don't, you know, go buy the more expensive materials, you know, the seven band broadcloth or stuff like that. <laughs> go to the, you know, bargain bin, you know, get like the dollar material and then just try it out the first time and get your outlines and just try it out, you know, just play around with it with the sewing machine and just kind of gradually, once you get more comfortable, then you can start getting the more elaborate, you know, like materials and stuff. Yeah, the lady who taught me how to do um, straight dance ribbon work when I made my first vest, she had me do that. She's like, go buy you some cheap white cotton cloth and we'll make your vest out of that. And if you like it, then you can cut your wool. You say, but just put, exactly. put that wool up. Yeah, don't, don't mess with that wool right now. And I'm glad right, she did right. it. <laughs> that stuff's expensive. Yeah. yeah, and you know, the funny part is like the person actually sewed or showed me how to sew and we got our hands on the first sewing machine was was actually my uh, my younger brother, and you know we were growing up and always you know like needing uh, we were actually uh, you know asking people you know like uh, to do our our ribbon work and our applique work at the time when the applique was just coming out and my brother just how happened you know he got a sewing machine and he was like hey man I got a sewing machine check this out so I went over there you know we kind of we have different styles now he sews for you know his daughters and stuff. And makes his own stuff, but he's actually the first person that showed me how to sew. And then, you know, from there, you know, I started reverse engineering stuff, and then, you know, it just went from there. So, yep, that that sounds about like how most people are doing it. That's good. Yeah, I think it it, it helps hearing um, for folks to hear that that it, that you're a uh, you know you're not uh, the seamstress that's been doing you know making wedding dresses for twenty years. Um, oh no, no man, I've 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 messed up so many outfits and burnt so many ribbon and so many materials mm -hmm. going through. So 
<laughs> you know, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm, I've, you know, I've burnt up a lot of outfits before I've gotten to like where the kind of level I've gotten to now. So yeah, me and a seam ripper, real good friends. Oh, oh right, right. <laughs> me and a fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't gotten there yet, but uh, uh, my wife started. She's starting to learn how to sew. Um, okay, and. So she pulled out my old sewing machine I used for ribbon work, and yeah, it was, it wasn't smoking, but it was close to it. And she's like, "I, I can't use this thing." Um, like it does no, great. It's, it's so it's so straight. That's all you need. But yeah, she's trying to work on like um, actual you know, clothes for my daughter, not powwow outfits. So um, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. You know, but, everyone starts somewhere. You know. Yeah. Right. Um, she wants me to teach her how to sew. I'm like, I, I can show you how to show, show straight down a ribbon. I don't know how to make a. Um, pleat or all this other stuff but um all right well the other thing i wanted to talk to you about um so not only are you the the famous tv personality and the famous dancer you're now you're now an entrepreneur uh-huh. right so you, you started you started a, a line of t-shirts yes uh, you know like um yeah i really you know like the clothing brand that i started is called war child society and one thing, you know, I, I wanted to do is start to, you know, because I got a little bit, you know, a little bit busy and I used to take orders and now I don't get really do orders anymore. But still, you know, a lot of people hit me up for orders and whatnot. I, I, I mean, I apologize sometimes because I just don't have the time anymore. But, you know, what I wanted to do is to start this new venture and bring, you know, my, my design work to clothing line. And what I want to do and my emphasis on this clothing line is I want it to be art, you know, it's like I want it to be something that everybody's proud to wear, you know, something that, you know, just brings everybody together, not from just the younger kids, but even the older people, you know, to have, you know, tribal designs on the back and you know, on the on their shirts and stuff. And, you know, know that, 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 that shirt, you know, that clothing line actually emphasizes, you know, native traditions and native, you know, culture in, in general. Cool. So, um, well, tell us about some of the the designs you have on there. Where, kind of where you got the inspiration for these. Cool. You know, you know, me being uh, Rapunzel Cheyenne. You know, like uh, I get a lot of my geometrics from our tribe. Um, I've done that. You know, with all my outfits in the past and stuff. And so, uh, my my main logo itself. You know, I have geometric eagle feathers all the way around in a circle. And of course, you know, I have like a buffalo skull in, in the center. Um, you know, that's kind of significant to, you know, our tribes and stuff, like uh, our plains tribes, because, you know, the, the buffalo is always a healing and, you know, always a symbol of power. And that's kind of the idea that I wanted to do. And then, you know, I, I've gone into, uh, I, I love, you know, ledger work. You know, I used to look at, like, the, some of the older artists, you know, like the George Flett, you know, the late George Flett, the great George, uh, um, George Flett. And he's always been, like, an idol to me. I've always looked at his work, and I started, you know, studying it. And I loved his style. And, you know, what I wanted to do is kind of bring that, um, that ledger style to kind of a more modern scene so everybody can actually uh, showcase it. So what I did is I drew out some ledger pieces and then I made them into decal form. The idea is that you can put them anywhere, you know, even build your own battle scene if you want. You know, <laughs> so that's, that's kind of where I'm going with that. And then, you know, I've got those and I started putting them on T-shirts and, you know, geometrics on the back and stuff. And, and it's kind of, you know, just playing with uh, different designs and stuff. But that's where I'm at right now in War Child Society. That's cool. And um, so where can people go to find your, your shirts and your decals? Well, you can find me at, well, you know, most of the Pauls, you know. I'm hitting them up uh, around California. And, uh, uh, of course, this weekend I'll be at Fort Hall. And, of course, uh, you know, you can order online anytime at 
www.warchildsociety.com. All right, we'll definitely put that in the show notes and put that out there for everybody. Um, all right, well, you know, I've seen seen you as a dancer for years and years, and uh, I, you know, I know the the work you put into making your outfits and, and you know, like you said, taking orders, and now with this new business, your life is does revolve around powwow. So when somebody says, you know, the, what is the powwow life? What does that mean to you? What it means to me, you know, like uh, like I said, it's uh, I, I've always been around it. I've always been, you know, this is second nature for me. Like I said, I, I've been growing up since I was two. But uh, you know, it's like um, Powell life to me is it's always been a, an expression of art. You know, an expression of you know skill. You know, like when I go to dance, I usually work out and like uh, growing up. And it's given me that, that sense of, you know, accomplishments is asset. And the cool part about Powell's is I would have never probably seen a lot of the places I visited if I'd never had the ability to dance. And it's kind of where the, like the show comes involved because, you know, I'm a little bit older these days, you know, I'm like 36. I kind of lost a step or two because I've gotten a little older, but what I want to do is give back. And in that way, it inspires people that, you know, could pick it up and actually go across the nation and dance and, you know, do something that I was able to do, you know. That's cool, yeah. It, um, one of the reasons I started this show is, and I've said this before on the show, um, but I'm very lucky with powwows.com as I get to travel and um, go to some of these powwows and meet folks like yourself and, and some of these, you know, other dancers, singers, people behind the scenes. And so I want to kind of showcase – people like yourself and, and show people um, who is behind these powwows and who's, who is that person that's wearing that outfit? Um, Cause you guys have great stories to tell and, and I'm meeting so many special people. So I want to make sure that, I, that I get to share that with, with uh, other people too. Um, awesome. Yeah. So I'm hoping we get to you do know, that more. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, Powell's the is, you know, a Mecca for like Apollo people in general, just to go to, and you know, you, you provide so many different services. It's, it's awesome. You know, just, to have that one place where we can actually all convene and actually see different things and, you know, see, like, you know, like now the show is, I, I see, you know, you can bring um actual people together and people can actually meet their, you know, their idols and stuff. So that's that's awesome for this show. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping to accomplish. And, and so I appreciate you do come, you're, appreciate that you came on and, and talked a little bit about your show. Um, so where are you heading this fall? Where can people expect to find you? Well, you know, of course, uh, the hard part is I do have a, uh, a nine to five job. Uh, you yep. know, I, um, like I said, I work for my, my, uh, my tribe is my IT tech. And one of the hard part is, you know, traveling from different state to state. And then, uh, and this season alone, you know, I booked it back from, you know, Arizona to, from, you know, Albuquerque and I pulled in, you know, like an all nighters and actually came home, took a shower, went straight to work. So the hard part for me traveling is, you know, I I can see where I, I got to and I got to pick my battles. But uh, definitely this weekend I'll be at Fort Hall, you know, and then, uh, of course, Labor Day I'll be at Barona uh, coming up, uh, you know, be at Morongo. So West Coast, I'll be hitting up the West Coast again. And then uh, just pretty much wherever I can pick my battles and however much sick time I've got left over, I can, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but that's that's the main you know variable right there. So hey, I hear you. Um, Powell's dot com is great, but I still do, I have a day job too. Um, I'm an IT project manager, so yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, let me know when you're hiring. <laughs> <laughs> you can come out to South Carolina. Um, yeah, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, actually, we haven't opened. My boss quit this week. It's 
bad thing. All right. Bad, yeah, bad thing. Um, I got to make sure all my powwow leaves approved for the rest of the fall. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, cool. Well, um, again, thanks for coming on. It was. Uh, we'll make sure in the show notes to put a link to your to your show, all your episodes coming up, and uh, of course the the business there with your clothing line. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks so much. We we appreciate you having having you on and telling us a little bit about yourself. Thank you. Thank you so much. And once again, you know, I want to thank all the viewers out there for tuning in and watching the show. You know, without you guys, you know, I couldn't do the show. And all the, you know, emails you send out, you know, we've got nothing but good response. And once again, you know, thanks for everyone for watching. I hope. That's it for another episode of Powwow Life. We really appreciate you supporting the show. This week's episode is sponsored again by our friends at Audible.com. They provide thousands of audiobooks for you to listen to while you're driving to the next powwow. It's one of my favorite ways to try to stay awake when you're pulling those late hours driving to the next powwow. Check out one of their books. You can download it free by going to www.audibletrial.com slash powwowlife. Select a book and download it for free. I highly recommend The Martian. I said it last week. That book had me totally addicted. I was sitting in the car during lunch, uh, getting back to work late just because I wanted to hear the next part. Um, It's one of those that's going to keep you on the edge of your seat. Definitely one to keep you awake when you're driving to uh, Morongo or Manitowabi or wherever you're heading this month. So check it out at www.audibletrial.com slash powwowlife. Again, thank you for your support, and we'll see you down the trail. Good luck. Here is this week's trivia question. You can head over to powwowlife.com to fill out the form and submit your answer. All the right answers are entered into a drawing for a 10-sticker powwows.com sticker pack. Here's the question. This year, we are celebrating a big milestone. We have been live streaming for a number of years. So tell me, what year was the first year we streamed and what was the first powwow we streamed? If you've been listening or following our content, you should be able to find it. Good luck. Powwowlife.com to submit your answer. What was the first powwow and what year did we first live stream? Good luck and thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week.